Hey guys, back to the podcast. Hello, Jake. Hello, Izzy. How are we doing? Yeah, not so bad. I'm really sunburned at the moment. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> where, like where? On, On your my... face? Um, uh, that's the most painful thing, though. Yeah, especially my nose. My nose is just shiny. Oh, no. <laughs> See, I'm okay because I don't really get sunburnt. Like, mm. I can p- put on nothing and I'll be okay. And, like, even when I go on holidays, like, factor four or six. Yeah. It's, like, one of those blessings in disguise kind of thing. Yeah. My mum is, like, black in the summer. I don't know why, but... <laughs> Mental. Yeah. Right. Well, today, today's we are going to be talking about how to make fat loss as easy as possible during quarantine, during lockdown, during COVID-19. Um... So me and Jake have got a few different ideas. Um, really, we're gonna. St- I think we're just gonna be discussing like routine and little different tips and tricks um, that you can use just to kind of make sure you sail through a fat loss phase if that's what you want. Um, Jake, what would you say is most important when it comes to making fat loss easy? Well, let's start with the basics. So we'll get this out of the way first, and then we'll go into like like I guess the kind of considerations during obviously this period of like COVID-19 so first up the basis of fat loss so in order to lose weight or fat you need to be in a calorie deficit therefore you need to be eating less than you are consuming so you need to more than likely be tracking your calories to some extent like for at least one to two weeks just to see where you are I would say if you're going to try to do this properly do it like every single day and kind of go from there so everyone's obviously got a different level of maintenance calories aka the number of calories that you need to maintain your weight yours is going to be different for the person next to you it's down to you really to experiment experiment with how many calories so what i'd say is pick a number i would say maybe for females start with 2000 males start with 2500 Eat that for a week or two. See what your weight does every single day. If you're losing weight, perfect. Stay on that and keep going until it starts to stall and then slowly decrease it. And then if it obviously doesn't change at all, you need to lower it. If it if you're gaining weight, well, shit, <laughs> you're going to have to even lower it even more. So that's obviously the basics of fat loss. Now we're going to go into kind of the considerations, I guess, with COVID-19 and how to make that deficit as easy as possible during this period so what do you think kind of people have to bear in mind for this period of time is it um the first one that came into mind with that was the fact that it's really fucking easy because you've got a well you can have a routine like with fat loss there are a few different variables you can kind of play about with you have to look at and you kind of have to keep track of um during quarantine if you stick to your routine and those variables, you can manipulate them really, really easily. Um, so what I'm saying is, like, have a few core kind of things that you set out during the day, like a step goal, a calorie goal, maybe a cardio goal and a training goal. And you know if your fat loss stores within one or two weeks, that you just have to change one of those things. Um, if you can keep them consistent, if you can keep, like, 10,000 steps a day, two cardio sessions a week, training four times a week, whatever it is, you know what you can potentially change rather than if it was like normal life you're doing like 8,000 steps one day 17,000 next like you have more control during this period I think um which is why I think 
it's probably a, it could be a good time to diet. Um, so yeah, definitely. Like, what is he? I think he's saying in like terms of the variables, like as well as the variables of like the calories, the activity you're doing, you can also control your meals a lot better. I think anyway, because well, literally you're going to be at home unless obviously you're a key worker. So majority of you are going to be in the house, like doing kind of the same kind of routine every single day that's super easy to build a routine of meals around and to even fit in like the little extras and snacks that, that you enjoy into that so example being let's say you have breakfast lunch and dinner and two snacks and you're aiming for 1800 calories if you make breakfast lunch and dinner all 400 you've got 600 calories for two snacks like you can have obviously i always say and i think is you'll agree with me in terms of like an 80 20 principle being 80 percent of your calories should come from a whole food source and 20 percent from kind of like the more fun things like so with that you can fit in i'm trying to do quick maths 360 calories of fun things in that kind of example so that in itself should make it a lot easier to diet Obviously, that's only one way of eating in terms of like three main meals, two snacks. Everyone's going to be different in terms of what kind of works for them. So experiment again. You'll normally kind of find what works for you by just going about your daily kind of routine. Like the main consideration I would say is now you can either fall into two camps, I think. One being you've got that routine and you eat certain meals at certain times. And then the other one being you're mindlessly bored out of your brain. And in order to occupy yourself, you go and snack. And I think that's kind of like a big problem. So I'm going to hand over back to you, Izzy. Like, what do you think are some ways people can like kind of deal with that snacking as such? Um, it's a difficult problem because like, I'm not a huge snacker. Like you, I think you're one or two people when it comes to dieting. Like some people prefer small, smaller meals or like snacking more, and other people prefer like bigger meals but less often um, mm. than people. So I don't find it that hard to snack or that easy to snack. Um, but uh, what I would say is keep yourself busy. It's probably the number one, and just do stuff which isn't related to food. Like obviously, when you're bored. You're going to be like watching like TikToks on recipes and like <laughs> yeah. the chef and like Instagram. There's like food accounts on there. Like just kind of be conscious that just be conscious that there's food stuff about and you want to kind of just stay away from it. Um, but yeah, keep yourself busy. And the biggest one for me actually is I, I I've been doing this for years now. But do something straight after you eat. Like once you've had your meal, don't just sit there and think about how good it was or how much you want to eat it again like if you want to get rid of food focus then completely do something else like I always go on a walk after I've eaten um so like my thing remember is my evening walk so after dinner I walk around the block like it can literally be down the road and back like just get digestion going and do something which is completely different and takes you out of that food environment um that's a quite quite a nice little tip that no, definitely. I used to do that when I was dieting relatively like hard when I lived in Cardiff. And, like I got down to like my leanest I've ever been, and like the, one of the main things I did was literally eat my kind of food in the evening, go on a walk, and again I'd eat dessert, which was like sugar-free jelly, and then go on another walk. 
yeah honestly it was got to that point but like it helped at the end of the day like you don't need to do it to that extent like you don't i would say a walk walk is going to be one of the best options you can do but take your mind off it any way that you see fit even if it's just watching kind of a youtube video i want to kind of touch on your point in terms of like instagram posting tiktok like recipes like just obviously be mindful of that like you're kind of self-sabotaging yourself if you're like not looking at the stuff just in general like if you just had food and then you go and look at some mad dessert recipes and now you're like oh shit actually i want a dessert and <laughs> that, that may not be the best kind of choice that you make like there's still some desserts that are relatively low calories and that you can fit into your diet easy like literally any kind of ice lolly like not magnums i mean like the icicle stuff they're like those are really good yeah they're like they're like 10 to 50 calories at max like Solero exotic or whatever it's called is like 90 calories and that's absolutely banging yeah like that's under 100 calories you can fit that into your diet easily so for those that have got a sweet tooth i would suggest kind of investing not investing <laughs> just go pack yourself some ice lollies i used to get 30 at a time like those ice stick things like the long ones yeah, yeah. just literally shove those in my freezer and I'd honestly like have five a night just because why not Oh, the milk, then what they're called, the milk. Oh, milk, mi oh my God, I know the ones that you're on about now. Yeah, oh. Mini milks, mini milks. Oh, yes. Yeah, there I we go. <laughs> okay, I want to go into a little bit of like common mistakes, which I think both of us will have seen people make in terms of like both their training and their diet when it comes to obviously this period of now like lockdown. So the first one is changing like everything or some things that they're doing so i think some change has 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 obviously had to happen in terms like your training because we don't have the same equipment but in terms like your nutrition it should remain relatively the same like the i'm pretty sure like the availability of food now is a lot, lot better than it was like during kind of that panic buying period so honestly you should still be able to get everything that you was getting kind of before so and if that worked for you why change it kind of that's like my main kind of point on that i think yeah okay so anything do you want to add anything kind of onto that at all no i mean i think you've covered that bit to be honest um yeah fair play okay i'm gonna move on <laughs> to my second point that's fair and the second point is kind of ties into your point of like routine and having kind of like, like a plan and planning ahead for the day and it's literally like set yourself out in advance whether that be what you're doing or what you're eating you can track all your food in advance for like days and weeks to come mm. and if, if you want to be that anal about it be that anal the more you do that the probably more the more successful you're probably going to be yeah. like for, for me i prefer the flexibility of choosing kind of what i eat day to day and that works for me but if you're really driven to a certain goal plan in advance because that's going to be the best ticket to getting your success at the end of the day yeah like some people prefer like meal plans and actually having the same food day which is fine like for some people that does take away food focus um mm. obviously i think you need like a bit more flexibility so i'll change up a few meals more got um like a few of my meals are the same like they don't really change but like now 
okay and i'll be like oh yeah i want, I want some of that so that's fair i think there's a hell of a lot of like ways of like going about nutrition but the two most common things i see is either a a meal plan or be like calorie tracking flexible kind of dieting like and then there's like a mix of like in between kind of that period so honestly and maybe like a mix of both will work work for you like for instance like if i'm dieting like right now i'm just kind of maintaining and i can pretty much like do kind of what i want and eat relatively like what i'm okay and still have foods i enjoy but if i'm dieting i'll have a core some kind of set meals and then a lot about kind of six to eight hundred calories to not more kind of fun foods but a little bit more flexibility in terms of what i actually pick yeah so example i'll have breakfast and lunch exactly the same monday to friday and then dinner each of the weekdays will be something different and then sunday and saturday i I may kind of wing it again be a bit more flexible so really it's down to you in terms of experimenting what's going to work we can tell you all that we've done in terms of like how we've made success of our past kind of diets but until you try it yourself you're not going to know kind of what works well for you yeah it's, it's very true like everyone's um different um and you do have to kind of like you'll make mistakes as well as you diet like you'll realize that something's might not work or like you might eat your meals like, I'm kind of like keep meal timing so like I'll eat like breakfast at like 9 30 10 and then like lunch is at like two ish and then dinners at like 4 30 and then I'll have like my last meal at seven like mm. trying to keep like regular timing so that I don't kind of get food focused um and it has actually been helping um so yeah you'll have, you have to play around a bit to be honest yeah I'm gonna credit Jay Alderton for the next thing I'm about to say because I saw this um on his Instagram and it's just an approach how to look at your calories for the week so rather than viewing it on a day-by-day basis view it on a week-by-week basis so example if you're eating 2,000 calories a day that's 14,000 calories per week even if you fuck up and eat 3,500 calories on Monday you've still got six days to make up for that 1,500 surplus so literally 1,500 divided by six I don't even know what that is let me I'm gonna do some maths quickly <laughs> let me just get a calculator out because like I want to know now 1,500 divided by six is 250 yeah so you just need to be now obviously you're at 1,750 rather than 2,000 for the rest of the week obviously that's like a little bit shit but that it's still an example of you can still make progress and lose weight even if you do fuck up one or two days a week obviously try to like keep it under not under a certain amount but just keep it in like moderation don't go and blow out on a whole day and call it a cheat day and just just because you want to have a fat off burger you can still make like pretty good burgers you can make pretty much any like food that you can think of for relatively like a good amount of calories and still enjoy it and still hit your targets at the end of the day you just need to be a bit more creative with it yeah it's, it's kind of nice moment. i used to i used to um, well there's been some times where i've kind of been like oh, up now like i've overeaten my calories like some mm. like oh fuck and then other days if i like right i've got the rest of the week to make it up it's fine like you don't have to worry about it so i think yeah like the weekly calorie thing is a really really good 
just tool to remember. Like, if you go over, it's fine. Like, chill out and just kind of take off. I wouldn't take off too many calories because then food flow would creep up. But yeah, off a little bit, take off a little bit, move a little bit more, and you'll absolutely be fine. Your body will just kind of get drop back to maintenance again. Mm. Like, just don't be one of those people who fuck up and the next day you starve yourself. That's the point where you are putting yourself in a hole that you don't want to be in. Like, yeah. if you fuck up one day, just get on with it the next. Like, yeah. it's absolutely fine. People make mistakes or like progress takes time at the end of the day it's not a race to get where you want it takes time so don't be too harsh on yourself i mean that person who fucked up one day and then for the rest of the week's like well i fucked up one day and it's like well, i'm not gonna bother with tuesday wednesday like if you fuck up one day just crack on it's fine like don't write off the whole week um that's mm. one as well yeah i don't be again don't be the person that says i'll start next monday like it's a constant thing like it's not it's from this week to this week. It is a constant improvement of yourself and your relationship with food and how you deal with kind of certain situations around food. Like, like so I think there we go. So I, we, I think we'll cover another two or so kind of tools. So I want to talk about kind of intermittent fasting quickly and kind of your experience with it as kind of well as mine. So I'll go for you first. Have you used it in the past? How successful has it been for yourself? Who do you think kind of would benefit from it? Yeah, I mean, like intermittent fasting ain't nothing fancy. Like it's literally just not eating breakfast um, or just pushing your first meal back a bit. Um, some days I do it, sometimes I don't. Like in the morning, because I'm dieting now, when I wake up in the morning, I am quite hungry. So I'll have something that I've like tracked the day before. Like I'll just eat it a little bit earlier and like my snack or something. Um, but other days I'm like, no, I can ride it out. So it depends like some days I can kind of push on to like 12 one other days it's like 10 um I think it's the longest I've ever done it was it like one I don't know um it wasn't actually that long oh no no 5 p.m last week I was really really drunk and hungover um <laughs> I just skipped all the meals that day um but yeah like a big thing for that is just keep yourself busy again. Like, if you're sat in the house just thinking about breakfast, just fucking go and eat breakfast. Like, you don't have to intermittent fast. I think it's good when your calories are quite low um, or you want to save some calories for later on in the day, but you don't have to use it. Yeah, that's fair. I completely agree with you. Like, it's a tool at the end of the day. If you're a person who likes breakfast, then bloody eat it. If you can go without it and you're not going to overconsume the rest of the day, then wicked. All it is, is as, as he said, delaying your first meal too later in the day. So for myself, like, I beat you on the fast. So I used to do it every single day for about two months until 4 p.m. Mm. And then the longest I've ever done it is about 28 hours or so. And the main reason I did that was because I was doing a food challenge today, the, that day. So I wanted like to be as hungry as physically possible for that challenge. Mm-hmm. It it was like a it was like something stupid like a five thousand calorie burger, chips, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So obviously not recommending you do that, guys. It was just mm-hmm. a bit of fun just to see if I could do it. At the end of the day, I think I smashed it in like nine minutes, which was mad. Sick. Yeah, okay. I I literally just like competitively like shoved everything in my mouth. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh god. Okay, and then the second point I'll just cover quickly is backloading calories. So really, this is, I guess, similar to intermittent fasting, but 
rather than like skipping breakfast or your first meal altogether, you simply have, I would say, less calories during the early part of, parts of your day. So, I mean, let's say breakfast, lunch and dinner and dinner is going to be a social occasion where you're going out. Obviously, right now, you can't really do that, but you can still get a takeaway, etc. So if you want to account for that, then breakfast, maybe two, three hundred calories. Again, lunch, something super filling, giant salad two three hundred calories and you have snacks that equal like another 400 so let's say you've had 800 to a thousand calories by dinner time and you've got this obviously one meal left and you now your target is two thousand you've had a thousand you've got one thousand calories to have at dinner to enjoy a little bit more food so that's another good way of I would say definitely it's more for enjoying those social occasions. You don't really need to do it on a regular basis. Like I would say try keep as many of your meals home cooked as possible. But obviously people are going to socialise and I encourage you to actually go and enjoy yourself because that's what life is all about. Just obviously, well, I would say it's better, better practice to kind of use this tool if you want to kind of stay in line with your goals. Yeah, I agree. Lovely stuff. Is there any other kind of points that you want to touch on at all? Not that I can think of. Um, Is there anything kind of like that's worked for you like well in the past other than kind of like what we've touched on? Um, I think just including a lot of... Actually, this is a good one because someone asked me this the other day. Um, food choices. Um, I Someone told me they were they were really, really hungry and they were dying from the calories like 1700, like for a few mm. And they were saying they were still really hungry. So I was like, right, what are you actually eating? And it was stuff like pasta and like snacks. And I was like, right, you need to be wise with your choices. Like you need more fruit, you need more vegetables and even like carbohydrate sources, like on the satiety index, boiled white potato will keep you fuller longer than pasta, bread, like anything else. So like research what food like like just literally google satiety index foods and it'll give you a list yeah. will help uh, keep you fuller for longer um like oats are up there apples are up there like you just have to be cleverer with your food like if you're cramming in like like we all like stuff like pizza and like sushi and calorie dense foods but if you're having them all the time and you're wondering why you're still hungry including enough fiber and enough high index high gi index foods um so yeah, veg, more, yeah. more actual nutrition. Uh, like, yeah, that's probably, probably my biggest one. Wicked. So I think it's in summary, like is the point, high fiber foods, lots of fruit, lots of vegetables. Just have a look at what's like what's going to get you the most volume for the calories, because again, voluminous foods are going to fill you up because your stomach is only so, so big. So if you have a lot of food that's going to fill your stomach, you're going to feel full regardless. So having those type of foods are going to be absolutely essential for keeping you fuller for longer. So, yeah, I think we'll end it there. So we're just outro. Izzy, you want to do it? Yeah. Um, well, you guys know where to find us. If you don't know where to find us, it'll probably be Instagram. Um Instagram, my one is at Izzy Wagner, W-A-G-N-E-R, two underscores, and Jake, yours is? 
it is at Jake Fletcher with two E's in Jake. Yep. And if you like the podcast, if you've listened to the podcast, please take a screenshot, it on your Instagram stories, tag us in it. You don't get anything from us, but we'll you out and we'll give you lots of love. Um, we share it as well. We share yeah. it. <laughs> um, means a lot to us. Um, but yeah, we'll be back at you next week for another episode. And that's pretty much it. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay healthy. <laughs> there we go. Wicked, guys. Thanks very much. Peace.